Hey everyone, it's your host Sam. Thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. Um, super excited to be back on. It's been a while. I actually pre-recorded the episodes that you guys have just listened listened to. So um very happy to be recording again. A couple house cleaning cleaning things. If you haven't already, go ahead and please rate and review this podcast. Um, feel free to share it if you find it useful and subscribe, you know, let me know what you think of my episodes. Check out everythinginme.com to work with me for your life coaching needs. And um, I'm excited that you're here to kind of listen in on this episode. Thank you for everyone for supporting me on this journey. It definitely is a um, unique space for me and outlet. And I'm very appreciative to all of you who have reached out to me and acknowledged me and enjoy um, the content that I put out. In this episode, ooh, man, this is a big one, <laughs> vulnerability. I have talked about this um, on a couple occasions in different different episodes of my experience with vulnerability and what that means for me, how um, it's affected me, how I've avoided it, how I have truly, didn't, I didn't understand the, the weight that it carries and how critical it has been in my life. Um, Today, I kind of, I wouldn't say struggled, but I, I'm in a very vulnerable state right now. Um, tackled some big conversations. There's a lot of different things that are kind of moving parts that are happening that are out of my control. And for most people, you probably think, well, it has nothing to do with you particularly. Why are you so um, bothered or why are you so um, affected? Um, I think, you know, I talk about energy and what your energy might be and what that may look like. Um, when you have this kind of, um, optimistic, open, um, energy, a lot of times you, it's almost like you're a filter. You catch, um, other people's energy. When you introduce yourself with other people and you're interacting with them, you, you receive that energy today in particular, I'm very susceptible to other people's energy and, I definitely <laughs> am feeling like I want to be very reclusive because the energies that I'm receiving are um, aggression and um, the 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 like distrust and just very negative. And it is definitely disheartening to be a part of that. Um, but, you know, it's something that you come across with every single day, whether you want to or not. You don't always get the choice. Um but I'm definitely in a process where I find that I'm very vulnerable right now. And I don't know if you guys can hear the thunderstorm that is brewing, but it's definitely very calming. I found that the last couple of weeks when things were going awry and things weren't making sense, it started to rain and the weather started to showcase kind of the rumble, the tumbles that were going on behind the scenes. And I just always... I enjoy that. I actually like thunderstorms. I've grown to love thunderstorms. Sometimes when I'm hyper stressed, I think I mentioned this before, I'll listen to, you know, soundtracks that recorded, um, different thunderstorms and, and I like the, the calculated chaos, if you will, in that experience where, you know, you're, you're left out of control. You know, that, you know, going outside, you're going to be faced with this, but you're quote unquote safe you know, in your own home where you you just have to, you know, duck it out for the most part. Um, being vulnerable with myself is definitely something that, um, I am grown to love 
the vulnerable side of me, being vulnerable with others is something that I recognize more and more that I need to do more of. I think, you know, being such a control freak or coming from a a place of wanting to control or manipulate situations. So that way, not necessarily they benefit me, but they're done in a way that I feel it should be done, which, you know, could be the same thing of saying like, oh, benefits me. Um, you don't get a chance to be very vulnerable because it's really about trust. It's really about trusting yourself, trusting the other person or the the, the circumstance that these things are not going to be damaging. Um, I find that I become very vulnerable, you know, when I'm tensed and I am apprehensive about the outcome. I'm unsure. I'm unclear. Um, my faith isn't wrapped around it. Um, I'm not leading with my faith. I'm more kind of calculating the outcomes and I'm finding that these outcomes are completely, you know, awry. Like this is not going to work out in my favor or this is going to go really, really bad. Um, but there's a beauty in being vulnerable because it's almost like when something is broken, there is an access point. There's a place of potential connection, potential growth. Um, and so with that being said, you're able to connect and, and foster a new relationship because of the fact that there are no barriers. There are, and there are ways to, you know, the core or ways to rebuild. Like it's really about reconfiguring things, but sometimes you're faced with experiences or situations where there is a foundation in place. There is, um, things set in place already that have created boundaries that there are no opportunities to really grow or shape or move or change it. What you see is what you get that that's basically it, you know, make it work or, you know, keep it moving. Um, I more recently, like I said, have been understanding vulnerability, my relationship with vulnerability. You know, some people like to say being vulnerable is considered a weakness because you're not at, you know, the top of your game. You're not completely aware of all the possible outcomes of the things that you could be running yourself into. And you're not basically, um, managing, managing yourself accordingly. So that way you'll be able to protect yourself, you know, and you'll be able to save yourself from damage or hurt and et cetera. Um, but a part of vulnerability is something that everybody faces, everybody, you know, um, feels, but it's, that's the whole connection. Like that to me, in order to be truly genuinely connected, you have to have a sense of vulnerability in the room. Um, when people are putting up their poker face or they're really, 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 you know, giving you the boundaries that six feet distance, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's very hard to connect with someone. And I don't know if anybody's ever, you know, try to connect with someone or reach out to someone where, you know, they're not, they don't want to go, they don't want to go there. They don't want to be vulnerable. Um, but then there's also the fear of rejection. When you are vulnerable, usually you are at a place where you have open arms or you are truly trying to, um, allow yourself to be open to an outcome that you can't control because you're just, you're just present. You're completely raw present there. Um, that presents a little bit of a challenge because a lot of us have experienced rejection. I think today I experienced rejection in a conversation that I had where I felt that 
potentially my version or vision of what the relationship was like, um, was completely different than they saw it. And, um, I have to say they didn't necessarily, I don't think they really completely thought through specifically about me or my feelings. Cause I definitely caught them a bit off guard. Um, but you know, the communications that I received didn't necessarily lend itself to say, you know, I thought long and hard about this. Like I did, um, this affected me in an X, Y, and Z way. And it could be the immaturity or just the lack of care or just not being prepared. Um, but it was a, a moment for me where I had to catch myself and kind of say, mm, don't push it. Don't be, be, be in the reality. Don't start to, you know, um, make excuses, look at things from a, a, a tainted glass, just be one with what the circumstance is. Don't fight it. Don't, um, deny what the truth is. And that's hard to do. It's hard to take rejection. It's hard, especially when you are vulnerable, when you got your armor on and you got options and you're on our high horse, you could take rejection a lot easier because you're like, listen, I already know I'm good. At the end of the day, I'm blessed. And ideally, I think that's how everybody would like to be handling their circumstances. But there are times where you're not ready. You're really not ready for what life is going to throw at you. And you may be super vulnerable and super like, you know, raw and open. And, you know, you get slammed with a mm -mm, mm -mm, shut down, honey. Anything you thought, anything you wanted, not happening. This is the truth. This is what it is. And I think it's very important to train yourself, to work with yourself, to make decisions where, you recognize when you are vulnerable. Um, it means that you need to take a second to give yourself some care and grace um, because the damage that can be done um, can be catastrophic sometimes. I think when you completely give your rawness to someone or a circumstance and it goes bad and you're rejected or you fail or it doesn't work out, the damage is different than it would be had you had the armor on. And so just being careful and mindful of yourself. And also I think having a sense of clarity, having a sense of clarity when approaching circumstances and trying to be as self-reflective as possible, um, definitely alleviates from you running away from vulnerability because vulnerability seems to surface up all of our fears, our traumas, our uncomfortable situations. Um, but the reality is we can't run from those things. We truly have to embrace them for what they are and allow them to help us grow. Um, but the, the healing that needs to happen with that sometimes can be overwhelming. It can be, um, I mean, it can really change your life where you just no longer have the, the mojo Jojo anymore. Um, you really, the juju is, is really strong. For me personally, I think right now in this vulnerable state, I'm so within myself right now where I'm kind of like, hmm, okay, <laughs> this is where you're at. Now we need to be careful. We need to be mindful. We need to tread lightly. We also need to not try to fix, um, alter, um, adjust anything. We need to be still. That's something that's in extremely important is being still with that vulnerability 
um, with that experience. So that way you can start to recognize um, just the beauty in it. And, you know, what you basically what has come to the surface is something you need to see. Um, and sometimes we can't see certain things when we are prepared, when we are, you know, focused on, um, overcoming certain circumstances because we've basically worked our butt off for this very moment. And we know no matter what, it's going to go right. Sometimes we need to be broken in, in order to be rebuilt. I think, um, just the different instances that kind of have come up today, you know, my cup is full and what I think I'm, I'm sensing is more of like a tapping on my glass, you know, and it kind of feels like, whoa, who's, why would things be disturbed right now? Like, I don't want them to be disturbed, you know, and that's really someone or something, um, trying to steal your energy, trying to steal your, your space. And, you know, sometimes we can control our vulnerability. So, you know, withholding certain things and just really, really not trying to allow certain things to attack you or to, um, hurt you or to penetrate you. So that way you can, you know, feel safe again and you can feel, you know, good about things again, um, is, is important. But then there are other times where you need to let that guard down. You really need to navigate that differently. Um, and, you know, in the healing process or the identification process of when you are vulnerable, you got to be real picky of who you interact with and what you interact with and, um, the conversations you hold, you really have to be careful because that is like, it's a sacred thing. It's a sacred place to be in. And, you know, a lot of people are afraid or scared or hesitant or reluctant in being vulnerable because of the simple fact that they don't trust people enough to take care of them or to be there for them or to be mindful of the feelings that they may have or be going through. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier about the connections and stuff, that's, that's huge. Your, your connections and, you know, who you grow with and who you, um, let in is super, super important. Um, but trusting them and allowing them and giving them the opportunity those are the nuggets you need in order to foster lifelong um, relationships. And sometimes those are the, the nuggets you need to solidify or to give you the signs that this individual, this circumstance is no longer serving you. Because as soon as you let your guard down or as soon as you become vulnerable, they or it becomes on like attack mode. And you're like, whoa, this is not what I anticipated things to be. This is not why I've let my guard down. I'm opening up to you. I'm giving you um, a piece of me that I usually keep for myself or a piece of me that means a lot to me. And I'm hoping that you would treat it with care, but it's obvious you're using it to be vindictive or hold it against me. And so it's just, it's, it's a very um, interesting space to be in when you're vulnerable, but it's a very, a, a very good space to be in when you need to gain some clarity, gain some understanding, um, feel what is actually happening, feel what is actually there. The concept of being present, um, which a lot of people, you know, get into or, um, try to practice is really about being vulnerable. In my opinion, I feel like when you're trying to be present with a circumstance or you're trying to be present in general, you really have to remove the ego 
remove the um, exterior version of yourself, the fears, the um, speculation, the doubts, et cetera, et cetera. So that way you can be one with the waves or the way that things are flowing or the way that things are going. You have to be all ears, all eyes, senses, et cetera, et cetera, in that moment, in that um, space. You can't do that if you're picking and choosing what party you want to show up. <laughs> you can't do that if you, you know, um, don't recognize how your own motives get in the way of the circumstances you're participating in. And it's taking the back seat. It's, you know, absorbing and allowing things to be, you know, how they're supposed to be, you know, uh, allowing things to take shape the way they're supposed to take shape, not inputting or imposing or expecting or requiring anyone or anything to um, give off or do anything that would essentially kind of disrupt the natural series of events. That's, that's a big part of it all. And once you remove all of those pieces of you and you allow yourself to be there and be present, that vulnerable state is what you need, that ingredient to be able to say, mm, okay, I see it now. I hear it now. I'm, 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 I'm there. I'm as it's happening, I'm participating. Um, it's definitely a huge, huge part of practicing vulnerability, understanding vulnerability when it comes to yourself and identifying how can you leverage the circumstances that you're in and gain some insight on the circumstances that you're in. So when we're going back into the core and the ideal outcomes of vulnerability, um, as you kind of make that conscious decision or sometimes not make that conscious decision of going into a circumstance or dealing with someone from a vulnerable state, it's important to recognize the concept of surrendering, surrendering, surrendering to the experience. This is something that I actually, um, was really, really, really kind of leaning into when I was listening to Brene Brown. That's something that she definitely, um, follows and studies and she's a great resource. And along with the colleagues that she has and interviews like on her podcast about vulnerability and what that means to be vulnerable and the great outcomes that can come out of that. You know, some people say like, don't go there. I don't want to go there. I don't want to lose that sense of control. Cause that's really what they mean when it comes to their emotions and their circumstances and the thoughts that play that kind of keep them alive, that kind of keep them growing. Um, they don't want to let go of the thoughts that they have or the beliefs that they have because those are the, the things that they've used to protect them, to shield them from being vulnerable in itself because there were experiences where they were vulnerable and it didn't go right. It went really, really left. Um, and I say when you're you're practicing being vulnerable, do it. you don't have to go all the way there and talk about the deep, dark skeletons in your closet it can be little nuggets of moments where you allow yourself to um, kind of just doze off and be not self-centered or not um, concerned about maybe the way you're perceived or the things that um, you personally have been through. You allow the circumstances of the situation to just 
play out how it's naturally supposed to play out and not, you know, um, interject all these moments where you're trying to protect yourself and you're trying to, um, create a boundary, um, wherever, wherever it feels safe. Now that's the biggest thing is you want to be doing this, um, in a place with individuals that you feel safe with and that recognize that they're the part that they play is very, very important to how you shape and reshape life. Now, it's not always going to go right. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure most of you are like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, it's not always going to go right. Sometimes it's going to be, <clears throat> sorry, a bit of a struggle because of the fact that you're getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. The concept of being vulnerable and being and just surrendering to life, the universe, to God, to everything under the under the sun has so many benefits that it can truly give you the insight, the clarity, the opportunity to um, make changes, recognize traumas, recognize triggers, um, create connections, foster new relationships. Um, there's so many great, um, reasons why just being vulnerable in general can really, you know, shift your life. Um, on this platform, for example, me being vulnerable, that's, that's, that's the biggest thing. I connect with people who are vulnerable. So for me personally, if I'm interacting with you and you're letting me in, I'm instantly like in love with you because I feel like you get it and you understand and you, you, that's still your story. You're still going to own it. You're still going to, you know, participate in it. That's still your life. I'm not taking from it. And you trust that I'm not going to infringe on that. I'm not going to um, impose my views or values on that. I'm here to listen. Um, sometimes it's hard for me to just listen because I do get into preacher mode sometimes, but you know, that's what, <clears throat> this podcast is for literally like I created this podcast to be vulnerable because I felt like there were so many instances where people were putting forth, um, things on social media, things out into the world that they were avoiding being vulnerable. They were avoiding telling their truth. They were avoiding being honest and raw with everything. And they were creating a facade. And I think that's where a lot of people start to build, another version of themselves, another version of the truth. And they really tear down the uniqueness, the qualities that they hold that nobody else can, the story that they hold that nobody else can. There is a story that I feel connects all of us. There is a connection that we can all kind of tap into um, if we genuinely create more opportunities where we can be vulnerable. You know, there's a misconception that being vulnerable, like I talked about earlier, is about being weak. But the reality is it's it's um, it's a bridge. It literally is a bridge. It is a bridge not only to yourself, um, but is a bridge to others and other circumstances, what they mean, what they that might mean for you. Now, if you, you know, again, going back to practicing vulnerability, make sure that, you know, when you dissect or you start to learn or understand vulnerability for what it is. You have someone who's either non-biased, um, someone who is generally good at, you know, creating um, just really good judgments of others that you can rely on, that you can um, lean into to help you identify um, room for growth, things that you didn't know, things that you should know, 
things that um, are beneficial to you. So that way you can make those experiences a more powerful one and you can create opportunities where you're able to grow. You're able to look at life differently. You're able to create new um, ideas of, of your beliefs. You're able to connect with yourself on a higher level able to know yourself. You know, you have to be vulnerable to know yourself. You really, really do. You, you gotta be comfortable and okay with not hiding anything from yourself, no matter what the circumstance may be. Um, this definitely allows you to create, um, a version of yourself or enhance who you are from a pure, genuine space. I cannot stress how important it is to be genuine because people like myself are very good at reading when people are being disgenuine. I think all of us at some point or the other have picked up on how someone's been disgenuine, they are living a lie. And then that 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 definitely gets into our curiosity because now I'm trying to what are you lying about? What are you what are you hiding from? What are you afraid of? What is um the big your fear? What is what what does that even mean? What does that look like? for you? Um, what are the things that you're not saying because you're afraid of someone's version of, you know, who they think you are, who you might be, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think that's imperative to be able to be vulnerable and take those nuggets that you receive from there, apply it to a better version of you and, um, just continue to do that process. Anytime that you get to be vulnerable, I think you should always choose it. Because I think that with that being said, you'll be able to kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. And I'm really, um, I'm a fan of words. <laughs> it, it creates an opportunity of just ownership behind who you are. And to have that ownership is such a, a um, beautiful feeling. You get to navigate life so much different because you know that you've done the work, you participated, you showed up for yourself, you created opportunities for you to grow, you created opportunities for things to be different. And that sense of just completely like, let me just beat my chest moment. Um, that's, that's a powerful experience. And that's something that I, I definitely wish for everyone to have. And for me to be able to go through this experience with you guys on this platform and be vulnerable every single time, has from those of you who listen to my, if you haven't already go scroll or go find some of my first episodes and you'll notice my hesitation, the way I, um, warmed up, the way I introduced myself, the way I interacted, even in my very first episode, I, it's not that I didn't want to be vulnerable. I didn't know that this was going to be my safe space. I took it as this is an opportunity to just share my thoughts, but I do this alone nine times out of 10 and I speak on these different things that mean a lot to me. And I speak very genuinely because I have confidence now that the way it's received for the most part, because I can't control the outcomes, but, um, the way that it received, it's exactly how I am sending it out. And that brings so much comfort in me. That definitely makes me feel a lot more confident and a lot more, um, verse to be able to say how I feel and not feel guilty about it or hesitate about it because I know that it's going to a good place and people are understanding and people are receiving it and people are enjoying it and people are connecting with it in a way that I could never do in my own head 
or probably through any other means. Cause like I said, I've tried other methods of, um, representing myself on a social media platform. And I, a part of me always felt like I needed to, um, be vocal about things that, uh, matter to me and how I process and, and handle certain things and just kind of spread that knowledge because there are people in this world who have not had access to conversations that I talk about or, um, had friends who wanted to go there and discuss, you know, they're not so great moments in life. Um, I think I have to give full credit to Jennifer Lewis, Miss Jennifer Lewis for giving me the, um, I wouldn't say the okay, but the, um, the concepts are introducing me to having the value of owning your truth and being the one to tell your story. I want to be the one to tell my story. I am the, the owner of my story. So I will be telling my story from, you know, the person that I am now. And maybe I'll revisit a couple of stories in a couple of years later when I have, I'm a little bit wiser and I have a little bit of a different, um, a different perspective on the things that I've gone through in life. And I think I'm at a great place right now where being vulnerable with myself is not a fear anymore. I actually welcome it. And I think that's a huge part of like, for instance, today, why I'm so shooken up um, energy wise, because I've chosen to be vulnerable and be genuine and be raw in moments where I could have had that shield and I could have really protected myself and just not absorbed it for what it is. You know, you get so much more out of life when you're vulnerable, you get so much more of life's beauty, life's mystery, life's confusion when you are vulnerable, because you're taking it for what it is. You're not manipulating it. You're not introducing new things. You're genuinely in tune with reality. And there's no better way to live but that because at the end of the day, anything that you build up to kind of facade or make something that it's not, it's always going to come down and you have no control when it happens, how it happens, um, what happens when it does do that, things like that. You really have no control. So I definitely recommend everyone to you know, make a conscious effort to be vulnerable, make a conscious effort to have a vulnerable moment with yourself, um, with others, with your partner, with friends, people that you feel safe with, because I guarantee you it's going to make your connection more genuine. And for some, you know, for people in search of that, or people are in search of being in touch with themselves or in touch with others, the only way to do that is to, you know, um, enter through that language, enter through that common language, that feeling, that expression, um, what to do with your fears when it comes to that. (laughs) Don't let them be so loud. Don't let them be the hindrance from connecting and creating opportunities for you. You know, with my new, um, with the things that I've been experiencing when it comes to death, um, it's definitely changed the way that I approach life. And I think I've been a lot more fear, less fear driven, you know, with my, um, goal this year to, to, you know, stay fear less and, um, make less fear driven decisions. Um, it's important to just take life for what it is and grab it by the, the wheels, if you can, um, to enjoy it. And being vulnerable is the clearest version 
of life. Like that's the purest version of life, you know, where you're not adding anything and you're not creating anything that doesn't exist. You're genuinely there. You're genuinely one with life. And, you know, this, like I said, with this podcast, it generally is my, my means as I speak, anything that I say, I mean it. I'd love it. Um, I live it. You know, the stories that I've told, all of those things are completely true. I don't believe in creating situations that didn't really exist. So that's a little weird um, or lying about it. I mean, I definitely in certain instances probably didn't go completely in depth because I felt like the details didn't necessarily take away from the overall um, experience and what the messaging is. But, you know, I'm very, very happy with my relationship with vulnerability. And as I've come to understand it more, it definitely feels a lot better. I feel a lot more comfortable with it. And that's a part of just practicing those little, those little habits so you can be in a better place. Um, So I hope that everyone kind of takes that and, you know, tries to be vulnerable a little bit more, have some new news. Um, Everything in me now has a Twitter. So it is on everything in me T. So at everything in me T for Twitter. I also have a LinkedIn. So for those of you who are on LinkedIn, feel free to check out everything in me. It is at everything in me. And, you know, Instagram is everything me IG and Facebook is everything in me FB. So, um, let's stay connected. Let's, let's get to know one another. Um, if you like this episode, I really appreciate it. If you share it, let everybody know, but I look forward to chatting with you guys in my next episode.